This is Tonkabon episode 47. This week we'll be going over Weekly Shonen Jump issue number 9. My name is Cole Greco and joining me as usual is my co-host Jude Knoll. Jude, how's it going? Pretty good. Uh, I think this is like our first normal week of the past like month or so. We actually yeah. have like a brand new series of chapters, an upcoming series of chapters, mm-hmm. and then a couple volumes to discuss later this week. Yeah, you're Pretty right. Cool. I was gonna say I was gonna say last week, but then yeah, we didn't have new chapters to discuss last week. So yeah, you're right. This is the the first first real episode in a while. It feels like <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So let's uh, let's just kind of get into it. We've got the uh, cover is Mashal with color pages going to My Hero Academia, the Ichinose Family's Deadly Sins, and then me and Roboco. At the uh, number one spot is Akana Banashi, followed by One Piece, Witch Watch, Jujutsu Kaisen, and then Sakamoto Days at number five. Uh, number six is Blue Box, then Undead Unluck, then we get a new series, Fabricant 100, and then at the number eight spot is Cypher Academy, and I actually read something that apparently this was uh, Cypher Academy's second week being ranked, that last week they just got the graphic wrong, and it was also number eight last oh, week, okay. so it's, it's holding steady there. Oh, nice. Um, And then at number nine and ten are Lusa Samurai and Mission Yozakura Family. At eleven is Black Clover, then Ichigoki's Under Control. PPP, PPP, Tokyo Demon Bride Story, and then our bottom two are Ginka and Gluna and High School Family. Um, yeah, so let's see. Yeah, the cover page this week, Mashal, uh, that's just kind of following up. It's another anniversary thing because Undead Unluck got it last week, and then next week it looks like it's going to be Witch Watch. So um, that's kind of cool. I'm interested to see if we get any kind of like Mashal announcements with this one. Like, hey, I'm wrapping the yeah. series up or whatever. <laughs> I, I feel like that's an... I, I almost feel like he doesn't even need to announce that. It's like yeah. the series is pretty much... Unless, you know, I, I do think there's like a 95% chance Mashal wraps up within the next like two months. Mm-hmm. But part of me is like, you know, it would kind of be cool if it just returns to becoming a gag series with like little explanation. Like they've just had this huge... Mm-hmm series of battles they they fight this boss character and then afterward they just return back to like normal school life and occasionally like fight some sort of bad mm-hmm. guy or monster a la witch watch like i don't necessarily you know i'd like to see it wrap up i think that's probably the best thing for you know the series to do at this point but part of me is like i i actually really liked what the series was doing for the first like 30 chapters and i kind of miss that dynamic where the characters are just chilling yeah i'd be down with the uh, master's kind of like continuing on indefinitely uh you know doing that same sort of schedule of just like a bunch of gag ridiculous chapters and then maybe you get a more serious arc here for uh, 30 chapters and then you go back to something else and just you know just let it rock for as long as they want to <laughs> exactly i'm taking a look at the double color page spread and it, that's what kind of what makes me like nostalgic for the early days of mashal mm-hmm. like we've just got all the characters chilling around this table that's full of like cakes pies and cream puffs yep they're all wearing matching hoodies i i can't tell what it says though yeah i'm not sure either um it's in english but mm-hmm. it, it's like in this weird font but yeah like this series definitely has like two distinct separate parts and i think mm-hmm. both of them were pretty good in retrospect yeah definitely mm-hmm. and apparently they're i think they're having like a character popularity poll or something coming up soon i believe i saw that which that actually be kind of interesting because i 
I don't know what people think about like these other characters. As we've kind of mentioned, uh, the series fell off a little bit over the past handful of weeks uh, when MASH was yeah. out of the magazine. So I kind of feel like, who can you vote for other than maybe MASH? <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I do love this cover illustration. Mm-hmm. We've got MASH wearing a suit that has cream puffs on it. Oh, that's awesome. And it looks so sick. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I do agree. Like the, for a series that's been running as long as it has, like, I feel like this is about as long as Assassination Classroom has been running. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they have like a similar tone, similar scope. And I feel like I could definitely tell you more about many of the Assassination Classroom characters than I could about Mashal's cast. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't really he didn't really go in depth with the characters until it was sort of like, you know, turning it over for them that they had to kind of carry the arc or whatever. Um Yeah. Which, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it looks like Mashal's at like chapter one forty or one forty one right now, and Assassination Classroom I think was one eighty five. So yeah, basically if if Mashal lasts till the end of the year, they'll be they'll be dead on. And my Hero Academia, I was also able to find the color page for that, and that's our second color page. Yeah, it's awesome. I actually like this one a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this um, is great. It, this one kind of returns to the usual, like, one-page MHA color page style, where we've got, like, a fake Marvel Comics-looking cover with the logo and issue number in the top left corner, mm-hmm. and... uh la brava and gentle are our cover stars and i know i've been talking about it for the past like few months i remember saying like where la brava and gentle bring them back they were like the best villains in the series and now they are back in full swing and i guess they're like on the hero's side now mm-hmm. so that's yeah. cool yeah that was awesome i loved their their moment in the last chapter too it was good to good to have them back um they're to, you know complained about how many of the side characters that we didn't care about were getting uh some love this arc but i'm fine with these ones uh getting some screen time yeah and i feel like even just like the quality of the series itself actually just jumps up when we have characters that are able to join the action and we don't have to like explain Mm -hmm. who they are and their backstory yeah exactly because this whole like little um mini arc with la brava and gentle really has only lasted like two or three chapters but mm-hmm. so much has already happened and yep. it's sick mm-hmm. the art is amazing the emotional impact like actually kind of hit uh this was like a this is one of my favorite portions of this final battle arc and i'm pretty happy about it mm-hmm. yeah definitely and i love the way that uh uh gentle's drawn in this one he's he looks so cool he's got like uh i don't know this like wispy it's kind of like that smoke or whatever that comes off of deku or whatever yeah um, around him it's really cool looking and there's this uh panel sort of like near the end where we're like two panels where gentle and labrava are like talking to each other mm-hmm. and i really like the way that it's shaded like the dark Every My Hero character has, like, dark circles around their eyes, but here, these dark circles look like they were done in, like, ballpoint pen or Mm -hmm. pencil or something. They're not fully colored in, and it looks really cool. Like, the whole drawing looks like a super detailed sketch, which you kind of see that occasionally in My Hero Academia, but 
these two specific panels look kind of different than what you usually see in the series, but it's mm-hmm. a cool little experiment. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and like you mentioned, I'm glad we didn't have to go into a fake uh, background about how, you know, these characters have been, like, persecuted or whatever their entire lives, and we just yeah. never saw that, like, with the uh, the octopus guy. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, and then our other color page, me and Roboco. oh, no, we've got uh, Ichinose Family's Deadly Sins as well. Um, yeah, it seems to be doing uh, pretty well. It was at, what was it, at? five or six last week i think um and then the color page this week i think this one yeah these these series as we noted when we did the kind of 2022 roundup thing um when a series falls off they fall off pretty quick at least they have recently yeah um so ishinosa families i at least think that you know it's in a a pretty good spot for the uh you know in the minds of the editors right now yeah and and i'm gonna be real i remember a couple of weeks ago i was like series is kind of like taking a weird turn and i'm not sure about how i feel about some of the recent developments Mm -hmm. but the past two chapters i think have been really good even though the subject matter definitely weird yeah i feel like the storytelling and interaction between the characters is really good Mm -hmm. i like the weird tension uh between uh the main character and his sister whether or not he's like angry or you know compassionate Mm -hmm. i guess a little bit of both but this um this chapter also uses technology and social media in a way that actually looks realistic and isn't like <laughs> shoehorned in. Mm-hmm. I liked the screenshot of their like line messages on the first page with like actual emojis yep. that are used in a realistic context. <laughs> and I do like the part where um the main character is like you need to delete your Twitter app and it shows him like actually deleting it on the phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, th- I thought this chapter was really good. Yeah. Like you said, the, uh, you know, the kind of the, the plot of these past few chapters, a little, a little weird, but I thought that this actually sort of wrapped it up pretty, pretty well. Um, I did not expect it to just be like, Oh, it's just a misunderstanding or whatever. But uh, yeah, that was a little, <laughs> yeah, that was a bit much, but, yeah. um, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was pretty good and I I like this part where um you know his sister sort of like rags and I was like what's up with your room? And he's like uh yeah, I'm not sure, but that's just kind of how it was. Yeah, he's like the word die is written over and over again on my mm-hmm. wallpaper, but I guess I've gotten used to it. It's just part of my surroundings. Yep. <laughs> and I found a really expensive looking camera in my room. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. Um, Another thing that I do really like about this series is like anytime that we see a drawing of the family all like sitting together looking super crowded around the table, mm-hmm. it's always like this, re- there's always like a really weird perspective and angle to it. And yeah. it always just gives this sense of like discomfort. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like in the first chapter it was drawn with like a fisheye lens and stuff or yeah, yeah, it looks, they make them like way more crowded looking than you would, you would think. Yeah, and it looks like we're also about to get the start of another quote unquote arc Mm -hmm. within this series where they're going to some sort of like company outing with the dad's office. Mm -hmm. So that should be pretty cool. I I think at this point we're actually going to meet all the characters or at least, you know, get at least some interaction with 
every member of the family, which should be cool because yeah. I've been itching to actually figure out what's going on with anyone besides the main guy and his sister. So, mm-hmm. well, and they've sort really of excited hinted, about that. They've hinted at the some weird stuff with the dad. I think over the past few chapters, so I'm interested to to kind of finally get into that. Yeah, it'll be fun to kind of go go around the table and see what's see what's up with everyone. <laughs> um, and then the final color page, me and Roboco. Yeah, I don't really have anything else for uh for me and Roboco. It's you know, it's me and Roboco. It's getting a color page. Good for it. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> um, what else is new? I mean, yeah, pretty exactly. much every other week, me and Robico is getting one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the one spot, Akana Banashi. Uh, that's pretty cool. Akana Banashi just continues its its reign over the uh, the table of contents. Um, last week it was Sakamoto Days displacing One Piece. This week, Akana Banashi. I wonder if at the end of the year we're gonna see uh, something else with kind of a higher, you know, quote unquote score than One Piece. Yeah, exactly. Um, I thought this was a pretty good Akanavanashi chapter as well. Um, mm-hmm. It, Like I've kind of said about some of the other series that I've liked recently, we're actually getting a chance for some in-between chatter between characters as they like ramp up for another battle or arc or something like that. Mm-hmm. And this time we actually got to like learn more about the character Jumbo, who was Akane's childhood <laughs> friend. And I've always been curious about that guy. Mm-hmm. So this, was, this was a pretty fun chapter. I do like that, you know, I, I think a lot of these shonen series have like a romance element shoehorned in that is just between like the main character and a childhood friend. Mm-hmm. And here they're kind of telling us like, no, that's not really going to happen here. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that was refreshing that we didn't just have to yeah, 40 chapters in throw in the romance plot for no reason. Um, I love these panels here in the middle where they're like, you know, going on their quote-unquote date and they go to like the batting cages and stuff, like their faces when they're yeah. you know, uh when she's like swinging the bat or like they're getting like super into it for um like air hockey. Those are awesome. Yeah, I I've always liked how like prevalent batting cages are in anime and manga Mm -hmm. like i always went to the batting cage as a kid because i played baseball as like a kid in high school and you know it it seems like in japan people more just like go to the batting cages for fun i guess like going to like top golf or something like that Mm -hmm. but i remember it was like in persona the persona 5 there was like a batting cage mini game and then uh the series that I mentioned like a few months ago reading uh, Cross Game was mm-hmm. like all about a batting cage. But Interesting. You know, we, need, we need to make that a thing. Like mm-hmm. if people go to Top Golf for fun, you know, somebody needs to open a batting cage where you can just like hang out. Yeah, and exactly. Have fun. Yeah, hang out and just uh, smash like 50 mile an hour pitches or something. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Exactly. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a batting cage mini game in all the, in the Yakuza games as well. Um, which is actually pretty fun, (laughs) but yeah, yeah, they're definitely way bigger over there. Like over here, you're only going to the batting cage if you're like trying to get in practice for baseball. Yeah. And even then I remember like going in high school, you'd always have to like battle for space with Mm -hmm. a bunch of like three, three and four year olds swinging a bat (laughs) for the first time. Yep. Or just like, you know, other groups of little league teams mm-hmm. taking up half the space. It's kind of a stressful spot to be in. Yeah, yeah, you can't just go and uh, hit some pitches. Yeah. Um, 
Let's see. At number two, One Piece. Uh, got nothing really on One Piece. We're in. Uh, I'm I'm kind of liking this arc that we're in, but you know, nothing crazy. Um, Witch Watch. It. Uh, I saw that. I think next week we're getting a collab between Witch Watch and Sket Dance, which should be really cool. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. We need to like do a whole episode on that uh-huh. because <laughs> I had no clue, and that's very exciting. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw it on the. You know that. Shonen Jump unofficial news app or whatever or something like that. Uh, so yeah, that'd here be we're getting cool. a little. Yeah. <laughs> we're getting a little more uh, progression between the romance between Kago and the Changeling girl. But mm-hmm. I thought this was kind of a mid chapter, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. It, it was wasn't. one of those like super formulaic mm-hmm. uh, sket dance type chapters where you just get like a really basic joke told using the rule of three mm-hmm. and nothing really surprising happens yep yeah and there was the kind of faux sentimental moment between like the guy and this tiger thing or whatever it was just like uh you know all right yeah i guess yeah uh, um jujutsu kaisen jujutsu kaisen last week was pretty pretty wild <laughs> i'm gonna be real this was like We've both been down on Jujutsu Kaisen's recent arc, but this mm-hmm. chapter was, in my opinion, was straight heat. And this is like w- all the stuff I really like about Jujutsu Kaisen wrapped up in a single chapter. You just get this like unexplained, really gross backstory mm-hmm. about like some girl and this weird like cursed spirit that just looks absolutely nasty and disgusting to start the chapter mm-hmm. and you get some like really goofy interaction between all of the main characters who we haven't been seeing enough of lately and then there's just like more really gross stuff happening <laughs> with like cursed spirits fishing for human bodies mm-hmm. and eating them whole it's just like really nasty but then there's actually like some cool sentimental backstory that really works this time around yeah, and I feel like we're kind of getting somewhere with the story with this chapter. Yeah. But yeah, and, yeah. I thought this one was yeah. pretty cool, and it was nice to see a uh, a Nobara mention for the first time in what feels like a year and a half. Yeah, and like, they still leave it up to- they're like, is this a new angel character going to replace Kugasaki? And it's mm-hmm. like, man, I really hope not, because I don't really care for her that much at all. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I don't- yeah, I don't care about this angel character, and I kind of forget how she even joined the like joined the group. I think what happened was like after their battles, they were like hanging out in the hotel room, and then you know Yuji has the spirit like living inside of him, and I oh, think this yeah. angel like, like also went inside of him, and she's like the opposite of Sukuna, I think. Gotcha. My okay. favorite part about this chapter is that we like do have this emotional dialogue about like nobara and what's going on with her mm-hmm. and then there's just like this final panel of <laughs> the guy with a weird sideburn saying i'm the final panel yep. like that's the kind of jjk uh quirkiness that mm-hmm. i've been missing yep yeah and the the art in this chapter two was really good as well a lot of times the jjk art can be like overly sketchy and just look really messy but uh, this is, like, pretty clean, but still retains some of, like, his normal style. So I thought uh, all these panels were good. Like, this one of, um, what's it? I can't remember the, uh, the black-haired guy's name, but he and, like, yeah, that, Megami, yeah. Yeah, he and, like, that dog. That's a really cool-looking panel. Um, 
Yeah, there's yeah. this one where like Angel and then this this other guy that I've not met before, they're doing like that uh it's that famous painting of like God and who is it like Adam or something like that or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, the Sistine Chapel yeah. um painting. Yeah. Yep. Um yes. also I I'm gonna give Gege some props here because the drawings of kids in Jujutsu Kaisen, we don't really see like a lot of like kid characters, mm-hmm. but they're actually drawn really well for anime standards. Like it's not just a tiny adult with like a huge head and huge eyes. Yeah, exactly. They actually like look like real kids. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I do love any drawing of like Gojo before he started wearing the bandages around his eyes he he always looks sick with those circular sunglasses yeah they're awesome you get the, the john lennon sunglasses on yeah this this has me like not all the way back in but like one foot back on the mm-hmm. jujutsu kaisen hype train because this was like so many cool developments all over the course of 19 pages yeah i'm at and least interested in checking we'll out the next more chapter about all these characters mm-hmm. yeah for yep. sure um number five sakamoto days uh i don't really have any big notes on sakamoto days it was just kind of it was more sakamoto days uh yeah to me kind of the same with blue box i think as well we're just kind of continuing this uh you know the developments we've had for the past few weeks um cool chapter right. but nothing nothing super super noteworthy um undead on luck it was you know what <laughs> kind of the same thing it was solid again but uh nothing crazy i have liked this you know, I've said I've liked, since they've kind of done this time skip or whatever, I've been liking Undead Unluck a lot more than the past couple arcs, and it's, you know, it's still still going that way. Mm-hmm. Um, Fabricant 100, not the case. Fabricant 100, still just re- really bad. And I don't I don't understand it. This is one that people seem to, to sort of enjoy. I was talking about that yeah. Discord server that I'm in last week. Uh, there were a couple of people in there that were like, man, really liking what Fabricant 100 is doing right now, and I just can't wrap my head around that at all (laughs) yeah my only my only theory about that is that people are just like so tied to like what all of the other really big shonen series are doing that anytime something takes a risk and like isn't just a typical adventure series Mm -hmm. about a like 12 year old hero and his supernatural sidekick (laughs) they just don't know what to do with it and like fabricant 100 is is so mid but it adheres to the like tried and true standard of just like a boy and his monster yep going from place to place killing other monsters that people are just like yeah 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 this is this is exactly what i want Mm -hmm. but to me like it feels like somebody read and i actually feel this way about a lot of recent series that have flopped but it feels like somebody read Demon Slayer and was just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to make like Demon Slayer, but set in a different like time and place. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. change very little about it because some of the some of the characters here, like um, this dude with like the long hair. Yep. That is really suspicious of the main character. He really just looks so similar to the Demon Slayer art style, but without mm-hmm. any of the like soul or goofy you know quirks that go into it yeah he's so flat compared to him yeah it's like they they wanted to do it but uh darsh was like yeah i'm not not talented enough to actually uh you know get get the job done yeah and i will give one uh shout out to the artists here though i do think they draw backgrounds really well Mm -hmm. i don't care that much for the characters 
but this scene where they like go through the huge door and then there's the like leader of this weird colony Mm -hmm. and the actual like panel that introduces her looks really cool yeah but then you like look closer at the character and i'm like what what's up with the way like the feet are drawn Mm -hmm. (laughs) like yeah well and that was something that i think i mentioned in the like after the first chapter like there was that part or maybe the first or second chapter there was that part where they like go underwater but that moment when uh like you know the fabricant 100 or whatever like what does she do she like punches the water or something like that and it like ripples around and has this big splash like that panel looks really cool so i think you're right i think the the artist can draw kind of backgrounds and environments but uh just just can't do it with these characters yeah because there's even like near the end of this chapter there's the one fabricant who's like a singer that they're trying Mm -hmm. to kill next and the two-page spread that introduces them like man this looks awesome actually this is like some of the better art in shonen jump it's like you the story and the characters and the character designs just aren't good enough to like prop up the good art Mm -hmm. and the art isn't consistent which is the important thing it's like these there will be like one or two really good illustrations per chapter but the rest is just kind of like phoned in Mm -hmm. and really the thing i hate the most about this series is like just the main fabricant like oh my god this is like one of the worst character designs i've seen in my life yeah i I hate her so much Mm -hmm. yeah well even in the main character the main character looks ridiculous too and he oh yeah is so annoying he has to be one of the most annoying uh characters we've got in 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 the magazine right now oh yeah exactly Like, like people talk about People will complain about Deku in My Hero Academia, like, crying when the dude's actually been through, like, mm-hmm. you know, he, he goes through, like, hell every arc. And this character just whines and cries over, like, nothing every yep. chapter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, yeah, this series is is bad. Um, number eight, Cypher Academy. Uh, yeah, so it's it's kind of holding its spot from last week, which, uh, you know, I think that's pretty good. Um like I said, when when I was looking at the the twenty twenty two like all the series that got axed, all the ones that got axed were like within a couple weeks they were um, outside of the top ten. So you know the fact that yeah. this one's still at number eight, I think is a, a kind of good sign. And we're definitely going to have some things getting axed soon. So I wonder, mm-hmm. I wonder how long one before they get axed, and two before they have to try to move on to the next thing. Because I feel like number eight is a pretty safe spot, but not safe enough that it's like you know guaranteed. Like it, you know, it could it could only have twenty weeks left or something. Yeah, and I do think Cipher Academy is like unlike Fabricant One Hundred. Well, actually, yeah, similarly to Fabricant One Hundred, but definitely not on the same level is like kind of carried by its artwork Mm -hmm. but fortunately like the character designs and setting are creative enough to like make that work there's this two-page spread in this uh in this chapter it's like one of my favorite illustrations Mm -hmm. of the year so far where it shows like they're trying to solve this code based on dance moves and it's just like a diagram of the main character doing all these dances and like parts of his body are like moving outside of the panel or like you know jumping off the page Mm -hmm. it looks really good yeah this is a a really cool panel there's this part where he's like uh kicking and it like goes through like a couple panels it looks really like 3d um 
that's cool. But yeah, this one, this uh, like two-page spread is awesome. And I actually thought this chapter was pretty good. I like uh, kind of this reveal at the end where they're like, you know, um, they're like asking for help, not sending out like military strategy stuff. I think that's cool. And I wonder if we're going to get into like a little bit more of an arc rather than just uh, kind of the school thing that we've done for the past seven chapters, which is just like, you know, we get a yeah. we get like a little code that we have to break, and then this, uh, you know, that that kind of a like the mean girl or whatever comes in and does something, and then we get back together with like the uh, you know this kind of head boss girl with the Gruen Lagan glasses, um, <laughs> you know. So I I hope we actually like get into something a little meatier uh, coming up. Yeah, I got like two comments that are mm-hmm. kind of related to that. First, um. This was just something I was thinking while you were saying that. I was trying to figure out like what the art in this series reminds me of. I think it's actually really similar to Neon Genesis Evangelion. Like mm, not mm-hmm. just because of the outfits they're wearing, but there's this one panel where the main character is like saying something about the, you know, English alphabet and the way her chin, like she's got this like or he's got this like huge chin and the way his like head is angled like looking sort of to the corner of the panel mm-hmm. looks really similar to the way Evangelion characters are drawn. And they all have the same sort of like the the angular sort of like kind of like a lot of blank space on the face. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of a lot of similarities there, in my opinion. Yeah, I can see and, it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And my other comment is I think when you talk about a meteor story, what we need is more about the setting because Yes. It's set in the school, and we know that, like, you know, oh, this is a school where they, like, solve codes, and obviously that's weird, but we don't really, like, know anything else about it. Like, we, I want to know, like, you know, what is life like, because I'm, I'm pretty sure this is a boarding school, like, what's life like after class? We haven't seen any of that. Mm-hmm. Like, do they have clubs? I guess they ha- eat, like, corn dogs for lunch, because <laughs> there were, like, corn dogs in the... Or maybe that's like takoyaki. I don't really know. I I uh, interpret but, it as corn dogs as well, so I'm I'm gonna go with that too. Yeah, because usually when I see like takoyaki in a series, they're like ball shaped, but these look like these look like corn dogs to mm-hmm. me. So I will choose to believe that's what those are because that <laughs> yeah. would be really funny. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, you're yeah, yeah you're right. We I, need more I need of the more outside detail. world. Mm-hmm. Or we need the uh... also they're at war too, and like. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like it doesn't really feel like it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're they're too chill. It. I almost. I don't know if I think this way because the main characters look similar to me, but I need like the the promised Neverland moment when they're sort of like, oh yeah, oh we have to leave. Like we need to leave the orphanage, right? Like these two series, I think are kind of similar. Like mm-hmm. where you know it has this. Uh, we have this kind of base thing, but then there's something. Like I think there's going to be something sinister like outside, and so I'm, you know, I need the I need the moment when we when we try to do that, and then you know that goes wrong and stuff. So I'm, that's what I'm hoping we're gonna get pretty soon. But you know, maybe we'll just kind of stick to the school for twenty chapters. Yeah, or something. and I will say I think we probably are gonna get to that because we did have that development where they're like watching that military tiktok and mm-hmm. somebody's like sending an sos signal out in the background so yeah you might be right i mm-hmm. think we might be like right on the precipice of some big reveal yeah i'd be i'd be down with that um number nine elusive samurai elusive samurai i'm 
I don't know. I go back and forth. It's a pretty just kind of okay series, but it's starting to starting to lose me a little bit. I'm just getting getting a little lost mm-hmm. in it now. There's, you know, all the people look the same, all the names are the same, all you know, we're we're always just like at some giant like war where people are yeah. riding horses and stuff. So I'm kinda like, I don't really know what exactly is going on, but you know, the the art is cool. It's got Matsui art, it's got Matsui panels. Um I don't know. I'm starting to starting to fall off, get a little yeah. tired of it. <laughs> I need Koro Sensei to make an appearance during the next battle or something like that. Um the next up, Mission Yozakura family. Do you have any Yozakura family notes, Jude? Yeah, I have trouble like getting through these chapters anymore because <laughs> as much as I like the interaction between the characters when they're not battling I do mm-hmm. kind of feel like every chapter is the same where it's like, oh, I have like, you know, six or seven different siblings and they all have different personality traits and mm-hmm. um, we're going to see each of those personality traits in action. But, you know, it's like it's getting really formulaic at this point. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty brutal to <laughs> go through Mission Yozakura family every single week. We're at what, like a, chapter 160? Yeah, 162. and. Man, I feel like 120 of those are the exact same things. Yeah. Um, it's, I don't even, like, I can barely read that anymore. It's getting just straight trash. Yeah, it's it's rough. Um, number 11, Black Clover. Nothing to say about Black Clover. It's it's Black Clover. Um, number 12, Ichigoki's under control. Uh, <laughs> I think this is bad news. The 12-spot uh, the placement. It is a gag series, so they definitely, they yeah. don't adhere to, like, standard table contents conventions for those but uh number 12 in your first ranking um is uh yeah not a not a good sign i don't think i'll be real though this was a fire chapter in my opinion yes Mm -hmm. i love the like world cup hype that comes i guess like a whole month late but yep (laughs) you know cool i Mm -hmm. guess yep yeah i loved it i love these panels where she's like swapped his hands and feet and just like yeah. seeing that is so horrifying looking, but I I love it. <laughs> yeah, to me this seems like if Junji Ito made a gag series, just mm-hmm. like so many like weird, disgusting examples of body horror played for yep. laughs. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this uh, this chapter was awesome, and I love the uh, like the cover page for it. Also, it's so cool where he's wearing like the yes. the Japanese uh, like jersey and stuff, and he's like super like realistic looking guy she's like playing soccer against yeah it's awesome mm-hmm. yeah this was a good chapter i'm i'm hoping it's just doing uh you know gag series stuff with the table of contents but i i think it might be going the way of of our last one protect me shugamaru <laughs> yeah i like this series but at the same time if it has to go like mm-hmm. i can totally accept that yeah um number 13 ppp ppp it's uh you know it's 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 making its way back up the table of contents and i thought uh last week's chapter was actually pretty good we talked about it a little bit kind of just like flipping through but yeah this was a fun chapter yeah it's this is what i'd like to see more of from the series Mm -hmm. um but i wouldn't really like to see more of it period but i'd much rather have stuff like this i i loved all the panels where they're just like all chilling in the house Mm -hmm. because i think like um apollo can draw like really cool panel compositions and you know let's see more of that let's see more just like really cluttered drawings of weird looking people yep yeah i'm i'm here for it as well (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, number 14, Tokyo Demon Bride Story. Uh, Tokyo Demon Bride Story, it's uh, making its way back up, man. It was second to last last week. Now we're third to last. It's, uh, you know, before before we know it, it's going to be getting color pages again. Yeah, I actually think this one might survive beyond, you know, uh, three volumes. Maybe not mm-hmm. much longer than that, but it kind of, to me, feels like um, that one series that I've already forgotten the name of that had the little, like, white ghost character in it. Um, but um, it was the one that, like, debuted about, like, a year ago. Oh, Doran Doran. Yeah, Doran Doran. Yep. It, I think it's like that where it's going to, like, persist and just scrape the like bottom of the barrel every every week mm-hmm. because it's already at chapter 19 so yeah it's yeah, out it of the u19 up... club mm-hmm. yeah it could end up with like 30th chapters if it's if it's lucky because i think well i don't know i think the next time they act something it's probably going to be ginkang luna and tokyo doom rise story but i mean ppp yeah. have been pretty low high school families in last now they put high school family in last from time to time but, you know, if you told me it was Ginkang Luna and High School Family that's getting axed next, I wouldn't be, like, totally shocked. I, I did see, like, there was one of those, like, sales number updates or something like that, and High School Family just didn't rank at all. Like, its its sales Ooh. are just miserable. And I think they've yeah. always been, but, you know, maybe it's, uh, they're like, okay, let's, uh, you know, let's let's cut it now. Like, we've, mm-hmm. you know, we've we've let it go. It's it's done its thing, but it's it's time to get something that's going to sell, you know, more than 3,000 <laughs> copies. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, yeah, I think Tokyo Demon Bride Story, I, I don't think Aliens Area lasted much longer than 19 chapters. I, I kind of uh, feel like Tokyo Demon Bride Story is going to beat Aliens Area out, if I had to predict. Yeah, Aliens Area how... had 20 chapters, and Super Smartphone had 23. Well, then I guess Tokyo Doom Bride Story is 100% going to beat mm-hmm. uh, Aliens Area. And I feel like it will it could be Super Smartphone as well. Yeah, and then Earth Child inexplicably had 27. Yeah, that was... I don't know what was up with that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's bad. Man, Earth Child had more than Ayashimon. Ugh. That's depressing. Don't even get me started on that. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> insane. But yeah, um, yeah, Tokyo Doom Bride Story, it's already outlived... Uh, Candy Flurry, Red Hood, and Nehru. Um, and I, to wow. be honest, I, I think it's kind of, it's definitely better than all three of those series in, in my mind. Totally agree. Totally agree. Um, yeah, and then second to last, Ginka and Galuna. I, man, I, the past few Ginka and Galuna chapters, I just sort of read and then they immediately leave my mind. I have no clue yeah. what we're doing. I have no interest in it. It, if there was a series that I would like just stop reading in a magazine, it's probably going to be Ginka and Gluna because at least Fabricant 100, it's bad, but it's so quick to read. Ginka and Gluna is bad, and some of these chapters are a little a little dense. Um, yeah. And yeah, I'm just not not interested in this at all, man. Agree. Cool art sometimes, but that's about mm-hmm. it. Yep. And then, yeah, last place, High School Family. Uh, I don't really remember what happened in High School Family last week, but I think it was, you know, it was some more High School Family stuff. Uh, I would normally be, uh, you know, bothered by it being in last place, but they've done this to me before. It's going to get a color page in like three weeks or something, so that's fine. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, this past chapter was actually kind of cool. It was about like um, a delinquent guy who, uh, like the head of his like delinquent gang or whatever, is like 
studying to go to college, so they're sort of mad. They're like, you know, who's gonna who's gonna lead the gang now? And then they're talking about like kendama tricks yeah. and things. Uh, yeah, kind of fun <laughs> chapter. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that does it for Week of Shonen Jump this week. Next week we have uh, a cover with Witch Watch, and like I mentioned, that's supposed to have a a collab with Sket Dance. So really excited for that. And then color pages Definitely. for Sakamoto Days, Akanabanashi, and Undead Unluck. Um, Undead Unluck's been getting, I mean, it had always been getting some color pages, but this feels like a lot. I mean, I had the cover last week, getting a color page already. They're really, uh, they're really hyping up Undead Unluck. Yeah, the anime, I guess, has kind of revived interest in it a bit. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's at number seven in the, the table of contents this week, which is, that feels pretty high for it. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is the first time we've had an Akanabanashi color page without a blue box color page as well in in quite oh, a while. Oh, true. They normally... Man, Akanabanashi, even... yeah, it gets one like every other week now. It's getting crazy at this point. Yeah, it either gets a color page or it's like number one. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah, I'd be excited to see if it gets a, a cover soon. Because I feel like it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's time for it or blue box to get kind of the, you know, the non... Um, well, I guess it, it might be getting one soon because I think it's coming up on a year. So I wonder if they'll do yeah. that in a couple of weeks. Yeah, like two weeks from now would be uh, a year for it. Wow. Okay, yeah, we'll definitely get one two weeks from now then, I feel mm-hmm. like. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, so that does it for Weekly Show and Jump this week. Uh, do, do you have any updates on what you've been kind of reading or just any recommendations for us, anything like that? Um, Nothing new that I've read. I've really just been like, I finished up JoJo's Part 2. Mm-hmm. definitely better than part one and i yes. started part three but just barely got into it okay i think i kind of thus far like part two better than part three but mm-hmm. i barely scratched the surface of it so yeah well the part two main character i think is definitely better than uh than jotaro yes jotaro I is I, I think jotaro is like kind of the most famous of the jojos like uh, of the yes. jojos but he is the most bland boring one and I I don't care for him at all. Like part three, yeah, I he's personally, awful. yeah, I like part three personally better than part one and two. But I think that's sort of in spite of uh, Jotaro and not because of him. You know, it's uh, there there are some yeah, fun I other characters you run into. I could definitely see that. Um, what about you? Yeah. Uh, similarly, I finished JoJo's part five yesterday. Um, it was cool. I liked part four a lot better, but JoJo's part five, it was just like. It was just solid throughout. Like, there's nothing that I yeah. kind of, like, grasp onto of, like, you know, this was, like, particularly bad or, like, this was awesome. It was just, like, you know, it was a it was a series. I think I gave it a 7 out of 10, and it feels like kind of the definition of a 7 out of 10 series. Like, pretty competent, <laughs> pretty, like, overall good, but nothing that I'm, like, yeah, really, really got to reread part 5, you know? Um, yeah. And I did not start up part 6 because after just kind of like grinding part four and five back to back in less than a month. I'm kind of oh, like, yeah. I need a, I need a Jojo's, I need a Jojo's breather. So I started up uh full metal alchemist and I'm, I'm only three chapters oh, into cool. it. I had read, I'd read like the first 10 or 12 chapters a while back and just kind of stopped it. Cause I was like, I don't want to commit my time to this right now. Um, mm-hmm. So I've already, I had already read these parts that I'm reading now, but uh, it's cool. I forget how like, goofy it actually is it's it's yeah it's it's way closer like dragon ball or something honestly than that i kind of think it is or that i would have expected 
Yeah, I'm like you, but with the anime, I like read the or I watched like the first few episodes and was really surprised at just like how fun it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's just like a lot of paneled like, you know, reaction shots where characters have like chibi faces or like really goofy expressions yeah. and things like that. And they're just like interspersed in moments that are supposed to be serious, right? Like he's, you know, the first few chapters, the bad guy is this priest or whatever. So he's like you know, he's in his impassioned speech about why the priest is, like, this terrible person, and then, like, you'll just get some panel where he's, like, looking smug and has this face that looks like it's something <laughs> out of Azumanga Dayo or whatever. That's hilarious. Yeah. So, it's pretty good so far, and then I actually did, I actually did quite a bit of reading yesterday. I uh, read another chapter of that Time Killers thing by Kazue Kato. Um, it was pretty oh, cool. cool. And then I finished up, there's this manga on here called uh, The Right Way to Make Jump. Um, and it's like a 30 chapter thing and each chapter is maybe five pages. Um, but it's really cool. It's just like this guy who he sort of interviews people that work at like, you know, uh, that are like jump editors or even like the people that make yeah. the like the that print it or make the paper and stuff like that. Uh, at one point, they come over to America and they visit the uh, the Viz offices and talk about like, oh, shit. Yeah, talk about, like, the process for, you know, how we get jump and things like that. Um, so, it's pretty cool. That's There's sick. some fun little things in there that, like, apparently they they use, like, all recycled paper and they dye it. So, like, if you got the actual Shonen Jump, like, some of the pages are, like, red or, like, tan and stuff. It's not just, like, all white. Um, oh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah, which is kind of cool. And then there's things, too, like, um, apparently, like, for the, for the cover, uh, like, the actual cover page the the artist doesn't come up with that idea the kind of the jump editors come up with that and then just sort of tell them like hey mm -hmm. you're drawing this that makes sense mm -hmm. actually yeah so there's a, a lot of fun little things like that it's definitely definitely cool to check out it i mean it took me like 30 minutes to read the last 15 chapters yeah. of it <laughs> i gotta peep that then sounds cool yeah it's cool but yeah, that's all I was checking out this week. Uh, Dude, do you have any quick recommendations before we, before we head out of here? Uh, Not really, honestly. Maybe I'll, I'll think of some in the next episode, but mm -hmm. I think I'm good. Yeah. yeah, my only recommendation is that uh, that right way to make jump manga like I was just Hell talking yeah. about. It was, uh, it's pretty cool. It's, it's neat to at least get like a little more because we don't get much info on the sort of the manga industry as a whole over here. We just kind of yeah. get, you know how to draw manga and that's that's really the extent <laughs> of it um so it's cool to see that definitely um all right well that'll do it for us this week uh on thursday we'll have our next death note episode covering volumes three and four and then yeah next sunday we'll have uh issue number 10 of weekly shonen jump so thanks for listening and uh you know hit us with the uh the five-star rating we'll we'll see you next time